Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, November 11, 2021. It is Veterans Day. So to all the veterans out there, thank you so much for your service. We appreciate you always and especially today. Hopefully you guys are all doing well today. The kids for us have the day off from school. And uh, so you might hear a little bit of extra noise in the background. There is a show on Netflix that my daughter's watching. I don't know what it's called, but it is a combination of a bake-off cooking show and engineering. They basically have to make cakes that like have structural integrity and they do things like shake them like it's an earthquake or this one episode. I think they're going to put it into a crash test car and uh, see if the cake survives. So I don't know what that show is called, but that's what they've been doing all day. You might hear some of it. It's called Baking Impossible, my daughter just told me. So in case you guys want to check that out on Netflix, uh, we've been watching it all morning. Uh, everyone listening in on the podcast version, hopefully you're having a good run. I have not gone for my run yet today. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to get going after the live stream today because it was really nasty and, and raining pretty hard this morning. So uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get a couple miles in. And um, for all of you who are watching after the fact on YouTube, hopefully you guys are relaxing right now and having a nice recovery beverage. Speaking of recovery beverages, it is happy hour today. So where's mine? For today, what I'm going to be trying out is more Vega protein. So I've been eating like the regular, like the Vega with veggies that I've been doing. It's okay. I'm I'm, fin I'm almost done with the, the bottle. But today I thought I'd try some of these like sachets, these little pouches. Um, I don't, you know, love all the packaging, but uh, for when I'm traveling, like when I was in, um, in New York or like if I'm going somewhere for a race, uh, having the little packets is pretty convenient to have. And, uh, when I was at Whole Foods last time, I bought a bunch of these. This one is an energy blend. It has hundred milligrams of caffeine. So I don't have, I still do have my afternoon coffee or my leftover morning coffee. Um, but we'll get a little bit of extra caffeine in here. 15 grams of protein, zero added sugar, some vitamin D as well. There is, let's see how many sugars are there in this? No added sugars, but there's six grams of carbs in here. There's some phosphorus, magnesium, choline, potassium, iron, uh, vitamin D, and vitamin B12. So some electrolytes in here and other minerals. I got some water and let me get this in there uh, and get it shaken up and stirred. It says it's the no blender mix. So I shouldn't, oh boy, it just exploded a little bit. Um, so I should be able to just be able to shake this in and see how it goes. I know you guys aren't loving the Vega plant-based proteins. I don't think that they're, they're not my favorite. I will agree with you guys on that, but they're not bad, I'll say. Oh, man, I am making a mess. All right, how are you guys doing? We got uh, Pack North Ultra says, perfect timing for the pre-run motivation. Awesome, welcome. Philip Bourne says, what's going on? And joining in from the couch. Reverse the rolls and using Laura as a pillow. There you go. Turnabout's fair play, right? So it's only fair. You know what I got to tell you what, guys? Um, some, like mo mostly jokingly, I think the dog, my dog is not doing well. Um, he's become a very different dog lately. And you know, they say like behavioral changes, you know, are usually indications that dogs are, are not doing great. But when I got back from the New York trip, he was super excited to see me. Like he was just like spinning around in circles. He was just trying to jump up on me. He was like, it's like he remembered me and was happy to see me have returned. Now, that's something my dog normally doesn't do. Normally, the dog's just kind of like uh, ambivalent to my presence. Uh, and he was super excited to hang out. And he's also been really snuggly, wanting to be pet. Um, if I sit down on the floor, he'll come over and like stare at me. I think if he could, he's older now. If he could, he would hop in my lap. But I think he wants me to pick him up and put him in my lap. So he's taken a couple of naps in my lap, which he hasn't done since he was a puppy, you know, a good 12, 13 years ago. So... I don't know. He's either he's finally figured out how to be, a, you know, enjoy his life as a dog or he's dying. One of the two. Hopefully he's just enjoying being a dog. Uh, we got Dr. Josh is in here saying, what up, co-fam? Good to see you, Dr. Josh. Jonathan Crossley says, it's been a minute, but happy to join in today. Good to have you, Jonathan. This is, seems to be mixing up pretty well as far as like um, dissolving. Normally the Vega protein stuff, it, it's really hard to dissolve it in, but it's working so far. It looks nice. It looks like caramel-ish. The flavor is vanilla cappuccino. We'll see how it goes. Jonathan says he's had lots of travel for work the last few weeks, but rewatched a lot of these as well as in the Long Runs channel while in the channel. Awesome. Well, that's cool. 
Very, very cool. Runner Will's here. What's going on, Will? He says, hey, what's up, everyone? And Leona says, hey, cool fam. Terrence Lee, Martha, and I will be at CIM. and can't wait to meet you, Mike. We'll be at the Expo Friday at 1.33. Any ideas when your ShakeOut Run activities will be? So I I just signed up for the Expo session today at that same time. So, you know, we, we can definitely, we should hopefully meet up there um, right at 1.30. For this marathon, you have to sign up for like a window of time where you can be there. I'm thinking that I'll probably do, I think I'm going to get in Thursday night. So I'm thinking the Friday, the shakeout will probably be Friday. Saturday, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Um, so maybe we'll do it Friday. Is that going to be bad if I do the shakeout Friday? Should I, do, I think maybe we should do this shakeout Saturday. I don't know. What do you, you guys let me know what you think. I think the shakeout, just because that way, if people are coming in on Friday, like after work, then we could do the shakeout Saturday morning for the Sunday race. It's a Sunday race, right? I, I, I suppose I should know that by now. But if that's the case, then let's do it that way. So that way, maybe we'll do the shakeout Saturday. So it's kind of loosely, I got to start putting some stuff together. But yeah, let's. Saturday sounds like it makes a little bit more sense. The other thing that I've been thinking about is I've been following Matt Chittum. Well, I mean, I always kind of like listen to what he's doing in the Rambling Runner. But he's, I think he's going to be at the expo. So he's not only running it this weekend, but he's going to be at the expo doing like live podcasts or live shows so i'm probably going to want to go to some of those too but can you can we go to those because if we're supposed to have a window of when we could be at the expo how do we go to those things i don't know i gotta figure that out too but um yeah so those, those are some of the plans i still haven't booked flights or hotels so i gotta do all that stuff too uh, danny's here running with scissors good to see you again he says hello good morning from foggy california hmm. brendan's here brendan says hello folks brendan i saw your post Brendan's been using the new Mac 14-inch MacBook Pro. I'm excited. Mine arrived. I just, like, I'm debating whether or not to make a video about it. And so it's, like, sitting in a box in case I decide I want to do an unboxing. So I, like, had it for a couple of days now that I've been back, but I just haven't used it yet. I'm very excited because when I put 4K footage to my regular MacBook, it just really chokes. Like, 4K 120 frames per second footage is having a hard time. So I'm looking forward to that no longer being the case. At least that's what I hope is going to happen. All right, Vincent Benares says hi, Coat and friends, and Neon One says hi, everyone. All right, um, let's scroll down a little. Secure Elite says good day, everyone, and Brett says happy, 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 happy hour day, everybody. All right, with that uh, being said, let's scroll. I'm going to scroll all the way down. Sorry, guys, if you've um, put something in there, if you have a question, can you put it in there again so that way I can make sure I see it? But cheers to happy hour. We made it to Thursday. I'm going to try this stuff, vanilla cappuccino, bigger proteins. Oh, it smells good. Ah, it has that, like, vanilla, like, that caramel smell to it. This I like. This is really good. Yep, see, the baby's here because she doesn't have school either. You know, right? Okay. Can you go play and do your unicorn book? Okay, thank you. She has a unicorn activity book. Um, word searches, mazes uh connect the dots all sorts of stuff so she's keeping busy uh melvin Yumang says hey co family just peered on sunday awesome sunday in the halifax Ca uh, canada at uh 338 57 on a course with 1500 feet of elevation gain it's the second full Woo! give me hope to get down to 320s on a conventional flat course there you go there you go you'll get you'll get there you get there with 1500 feet of gain that's quite a bit that is quite a bit. I would say that's worth a lot. I'm not sure what the conversion would be. It depends on like how you know quick it was, but how much downhill there also was. But that is uh, very very promising. Good work. Carrie Smith says the Vega Sport Vega Protein Sport is pretty tasty. Oh, okay, this is good. That's their hell. It's called Hello Wellness from Vega. Spring in your step. Blender free version. 100 milligrams caffeine. I like it. I like it. Hmm. All right. Dokotagorin says, hello from Alberta. It's been a while, but glad I can make it on Holiday Remembrance Day. Oh, very cool. I'm glad that you guys have that up there, too. Interesting. Awesome. And good to see you again. I did, it has been a while. Brendan said, oh, man, it absolutely crushes the 4K 120 footage uh, from the Hero 10. You should have no issues at all. I'm shocked at their performance. See, I'm looking forward to that. I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm thinking maybe not for tomorrow's video or whatever the next day video is going to be, um, just because I got a lot of work I got to do. Uh, but maybe over the weekend, I'll, I'll crack it open and get, get to it. 
Um, and I, I, you know, I need to get working on it too because I'm at the point now where I don't know if it's just, I don't know why computers do this as they get older, but it's like computers seem to like literally age, you know, as it ages, like, no, it's just things just don't work as well. You know, it's, it's like, it's uh, like a digital version of like arteriosclerosis where everything just doesn't work as nice. So right now the battery life is still decent on my MacBook. It's three years old, maybe four. And, uh, the battery life's still good. But like, it used to be that I would be able to work until the battery life ran out, like on a flight, if I'm working on a lot of videos, doing lots of stuff. Now, like if I am throwing a lot of 4K video footage at it at 120 frames per second, um, it will just get tired and really hot. I don't know if it's overheating and throttling or what's going on, but it gets really hot and tired, even though I have battery left and it just to a point where it's just kind of like, I can't really do anything anymore. So I'll just close the lid, put it away, watch the movie on the plane for a little bit and then wait and just wait. So, yeah. So hopefully all those issues will be resolved with the new machine. All right. Let's see. Juggle Manx says, hey, Co, Chicago-specific question. Do you ever see the lady that cheers loudly from her bike? Her and I seem to be on a similar schedule on the Lakefront Trail. So fun. She's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, I... I didn't know what was going. I just thought she was singing the whole time. There's this one woman. She's on. She's on a road bike. Uh, I don't. Does she ever wear? I don't think she ever wears a helmet. But she has like, uh, like silver white hair. It's about the same length as mine, I think. And uh, I think she has headphones in. And I think she's always like chewing gum. And whether I'm running or on the bike, you know, I'll see her. And usually I have headphones in, so I can't hear exactly what she's saying. But she's always belting something out at the top of her lungs. And I th thought for the longest time that she was um, singing along to her music because there's a lot of people along the lakefront that do that. Typically, they're rollerbladers, but, you know, th I thought, you know, this is not that weird. Um, and then I realized she was saying hi to everyone, and she was telling everyone, like, what a great day it is. So it's just really uplifting um, to see her. And so when I do see her, it does cheer me up when I do get to see her. So it's pretty funny. And I've been like waving back now. And uh, I think she's so used to everyone ignoring her that like the first couple of times I waved back, she was like kind of like startled a little bit. She's like, oh, kind of like uh, how I like to use like a kid's analogy. Like sometimes when like kids are just like dancing, let's say like kids are just like, you know, kids always have that extra energy. They got to move their bodies. They'll just be dancing. And then if you're just like, hey, what are you doing? And they'll like turn around and be like, oh, I didn't realize people could see me. I thought I was invisible. Like that kind of like startled. That's what, that's what she does. Well, not anymore. Now, like we're kind of like recognize each other, but Juggle Man, we, we must be on the somewhat similar schedule too, but, uh, cause I see her regularly, but I also think that she's out there multiple times a day. <laughs> um, Liam Mahoney says, do you ever use branch chain amino acids for recovery? Uh, I do. Some of my favorite ones are, there's a noon product. Yeah, the Noon Recovery has branched-chain amino acids. I really like that. Um, that's tasty. Very, very tasty. Uh, and, like, my, always for me, like, because I, you know, there's always different, like, ratios of things or different, like, collection of things in these different recovery drinks. And the way that I usually gauge which ones I think are kind of working for me is which ones do I just generally feel good when I'm taking or which ones do my body crave? And I don't think it's, like, just because it's like they crave sugar or they crave the salt because I eat sugary things, I eat salty things. So I don't think it's just that. I think it's like my body's like, hey, whatever you've been giving me, give me some more of that. You know, we're craving it. So I do like the branch chain amino acids. I don't, are they metabolically any more better for you than other things? I'm not sure. But I know that when I've taken them in my recovery drinks or my like after drink protein shake or protein drink, I do tend to really like them. And you know what? Yesterday, I was... Uh, I think there's definitely caffeine here because I feel like I'm talking really fast all of a sudden. But so I'm going to try to slow down. Yesterday, speaking of branching amino acids, acids, I was listening to... Or no, it was two days ago when I was on the bike. And I was listening to the Morning Shakeout podcast. Mario Frawley had someone on who is the CEO of a new product called Jam Bar it's she's the mother of someone he's coaching something like that um but she's very famous especially in the bar space because she and her husband started power bar remember how we've been talking about power bar so many times on this live stream um and what she said was that in the original formulations of power bar before power bar got sold to nestle i think it was nestle 
they included branched chain amino acids in the product. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. I remember power bars. I would eat them, like I would bring them specially for my track meets in high school. Like, I mean, these are the special things. I can, I'm like, I will eat them and I will say, I, I treated them like Martin, I treat Martin gels now. Like I'll savor these in a special space in the, in the closet, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, and I do remember eating them. I had no idea what was in them, but it was like, it's something that athletes eat. And I'm an athlete. So it was really always very special, but apparently they used to have branched chain amino acids in there. I didn't know. Carrie Smith wants to know if I've tried the Rebel 2 yet. Such a fun shoot. Would love a Rimcon versus Rebel version 2 video. Okay, I think we could do that. I have tried the Rebel 2. I do like it a bit. I wish that it had a little bit more stack height to it. But I suppose it makes it still stay somewhat true to the version 1. Version 1 and version 2 are very different. But both were kind of like shorter, faster day shoes. I think that like New Balance can... like I'm, I'm concerned for the Beacon. Because I'm like, I don't know who I recommend the Beacon to when the Rebel 2 the Beacon 3, who do I recommend that shoe for when the Rebel exists? It's hard, right? It's almost like an unnecessary, an unnecessary shoe anymore. But um, I think that if they added more stack height to the Rebel 2, then it would be more of a daily trainer that you can use on fast days rather than what I think of it as, as a fast day shoe that can sometimes be used for your everyday you know like i feel like that rebel 2 would have also been a really good choice for me to bring for like new york marathon weekend but i brought the ring con to the ring con threes and you know what i i didn't track how much i ran on marathon day i'm not i don't really think it was that much um but it was very short and very intense bursts of running but it was also a lot of standing around and i think the ring cons like the foam has deformed in a very interesting way it, you have to look at it really closely and i don't think it's really affecting its overall performance now but like it looks like someone smushed my ring cons if you look at the underside you know there's like that little pocket underneath that area you could see that some of the foam is compressed in a weird way so it's interesting i don't think i've ever seen anything like that before uh, they still feel great i ran in them on uh monday but and i traveled with them but uh they were comfortable for that but yeah maybe i'll have to put that in the other thing that just came in or while i was gone is I finally got a pair of Adios uh, sixes. Yeah, Adios six. So I'm excited to try that too. But yeah, like I, I got like, I got a lot of running I wanna do and I feel like I have so much more time, but I'm like, I got an email from CIM saying like, you know, it's taper time. And I'm like, it's not taper time already. Can it possibly be? But it's like this weekend, it'll be three weeks out. So this weekend, I think I'm going to go for my longest run of the block. I'm going to try to go for a 22-mile run. I'll probably do it. I'll do it in the Adios Pro 2 just to make sure that that's the shoe that I want to run the marathon in. It's either going to be that or the RC Elite 2, one of those two. So we'll, we'll see which one it ends up being. All right. Um, let's scroll down. I'm, I'm way behind in everybody. We have got a uh, super chat from Ray. What's going on, Ray? He, get, he says, Sergeant, Sergeant Solars, United States Marine Corps, June 1974 to June 1978. Thank you so much, sir, for your service. The veterans check-in and happy Veterans Day. Thanks so much, Ray. Uh, I appreciate that. Those were tough years, I think, to be in the military. So um, much respect. Much respect to you, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, Shannon says, Co just mentioned his college track days. Wondering if he was at a meet in Washington Spring in 98. At a high school meet, finished the 3200 uh dfl and had a college athletes cheering me in so they could start um spring me at 98 that i would have been um i would have i was i was on the team in spring of 98 um that was the only year that i was on the team um that, that was only spring that was only outdoor season that i ran um hmm H high school i don't remember any high school meets happening on the track sounds somewhat familiar though but there's very possible that we could have been there at the same time so i graduated from high school in 97 so i would have been on like i would have been on like the 97 98 indoor team and then the 98 outdoor team um yes yeah, so i would have been there i would have been at the pole vault pit though so i mean it's possible um it's very possible shannon 
Hmm. Such a small world. Such a small world. Inna says, tonight we are baking, and on the menu are mazarines, toffee biscuits, and gingerbread man. That sounds delicious. Absolutely delicious. The poop cake um, is almost gone, although there's lots of extra cake left and extra frosting, so I'm excited about that. But, um, yeah, most of the cake is gone. I've been feeding it to the children for breakfast, and I've also been eating it for breakfast. (laughs) Um, Affluent Journeys says he's at the coffee shop and these girls are in med school studying urology with all these diagrams up on their laptops. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. CJ Cruz here says, what do you got there? Oh, look at this. She made a moon. My daughter made a moon using the leftover chocolate cake and some white fondant. Fondant? Fondant? Fondant. Fondant. This is pretty. Very pretty moon. So we got more cake, guys. We got more cake. Awesome. Um, CJ says, yo, what's going on? Got busy lately, but the silver lining is I have a ton of Kofuzi podcasts to listen to. Um, that 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 really surprises me, guys, because I feel like these podcasts are not like they're um, – I mean, hopefully they're interesting to listen to, like, after the fact. But, like, I kind of treat them as, like, you know, just, like, morning radio. Like, you don't, I mean, people don't try to, like, record morning radio. But I guess people watch, like, like what are the other popular radio shows? Like, Howard Stern, people would watch, like, recordings of that, I guess. Um, not to say that I'm like Howard Stern. But I guess he also had guests and stuff and other people. But I don't know. I think that's awesome. I think that's so cool uh, that people are uh, watching them later or, or listening to them later. I see that in the statistics that that's happening um, for the numbers. But it's awesome, guys. Mm. all right looks like matt legrand is in here what's going on matt he says yes power bars were the thing to savor before high school race weren't they weren't they it's like um because like you could like they were hard to order you couldn't like i don't know anyone that ordered them so you had to find them at the store right and so it's like your your mom had to really step up normally or, or or some other parent or parental figure had to step up uh and get you the hookup to get them you know so it was like a double flex. Not only one, do you know about the product, but two, you had someone that could get you, get 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 them for you, you know. So that was always <laughs> it was such a different time, such a different time. Like um, it was like amazing that, um, you know, they were talking about like the early days of Power Bar, and uh, there was like a it was mail order. Can you imagine that? Like mailing like a check, like. I, I would like to try a box of 12 power bars, please. And including like a check and like mailing it, like U.S. Postal Service. I didn't, I've never got them by mail. I think my mom always got them at the store for me. But like, can you imagine like mailing them, waiting for that letter to get to where they were? I think they were in California. And then like having them fulfill the order and ship it back to you. Like, that's just, like that, that was in my lifetime. That was, I mean, it feels, I guess it was a long time ago, but it didn't feel like it was that long time ago. But, like, it's just amazing how fast things have changed. (laughs) All right, Leona says, the new RC Elite version 2s are in the house. Nice. Should the first run be shorter, like a six-miler, or will a long run be okay? I think that they're great right out of the box. But, like, I think it would depend for you, Leona, if you're, like, someone that sometimes needs to, like, check to make sure a shoe's going to be okay before a longer run. Uh, then I might go with the shorter run, but like I, I feel pretty confident that most shoes are going to be all right, and if they're not, they're going to let me know really, really early. So you know, I, I'd be comfortable. I think I took mine out for a long run for the first one. I'm not sure. Uh, Stevie seventy six says pole vaulters are athletes too. You know, we didn't get treated like it. I'll tell you that. It was pretty funny. I think we were very much resented. We took up the most space. I think that we were like per athlete probably the most expensive sport. Um, we needed the most space on the bus or the the Ford O'Connell line van things. We because we had our poles. We had the most expensive equipment. We had the most expensive pads in the pit. We took up a lot of space in the infield. Like, yeah. Typically, they made us for the day before the meet. I don't know if this is all pole vaulters, but this was pole vaulting in a Division three school that doesn't give out athletic scholarships. Yeah. You want me to take these out for you? Or you just want to show. Oh, I think that you should get a piece of paper. Or you could put it in here. I don't want it. Okay, then you want to get another piece of paper and put it on a paper? She wants to know where she should put her stickers. 
You could put them on that trick or treat poster that you made, if you want. No, I want to save it for something special. Okay, you could save it. That's fine. So before the meets, so we would go and drive all over the place for our meets on on Saturdays, um, and we would usually travel as a team in like four or five of those like white Econoline bands a lot of the time, and. Um, one of the things that the pole vaulters had to do for some reason uh, was to make sure all the vans were gassed up and also that, you know, our poles uh, and then also the, the stuff for the jab throwers uh, were all ready and, and prepared. So that's how we spent Friday night, you know. Um, you know, I suppose it kept us from going out and partying. So I guess it was good. I don't know what everyone else did. Probably slept. It stayed in and whatever. But we would... Um, go fill up the vans with gas for the team so we could drive out on Saturday morning. Yeah, pole vaulting was awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, Melvin Eumang says, pardon, pardon my ignorance, still don't understand what went wrong with SJD in New York with their gastrointestinal issues. Did he cramp up and stop until it passed or did he literally have to throw up or stop at a porta potty you know, I didn't see, I know he did a live stream that night. So maybe someone that went to the live stream has some other information. Let me see what's going on. What's going on in here? Anyone else knows? But um, I, I think someone mentioned yesterday that they thought it was caffeine induce, induced. Um, and so like, it's just kind of like your stomach just kind of like seizes up. I think it's kind of like a mega cramp. I don't think it was vomit. I don't think it was poop. Um, I just think his stomach or just something going on in digestive tract just rejected that much activity and that much caffeine at once, I think, something like that. Um, he was doing really well until he wasn't. As far as I could tell, he was doing well after the Queensboro Bridge. I'm not sure exactly when. Although from one of the, some of the footage that I saw, maybe it was going into back into Manhattan or maybe it was when he was going over to the Bronx. And one of the bridges, it looked like he was struggling. But at one point, he was stopped. He wasn't moving at all. Other points, he was walking around from what I saw from other video with his hands on his head and just walking. Um, yeah, and so like I think I think I don't know if it was the gels that were partially to blame or or what. Sometimes you just have a bad day. Um, I felt like uh, he ate a lot of Martin calves before the race start. I, th I felt like he had two or three before the race even started. Um, so I don't know if what other food he was taking. So like I don't know. Not sure. Sometimes you just have a crappy day, so to speak. I think, and I don't. I don't really know for sure um, what happened, but hopefully he knows, so that way he can avoid that in the future. All right. Uh, Me New Year says hello. I'm a cadence runner. Do I buy the Metaspeed Edge or Sky for long runs? I saw many videos stating that the Sky is better for longer runs. Also, what advice do you have for improving the cadence? Um, all right. So a couple of things there. Um, you know, when I've talked to ASICs about it, you know, they do they do talk about the difference between the cadence runner or the stride runner. Um, I'm still not sure I really understand. I mean, I understand it, but, like, how, how are the different shoes designed? Like, I, I don't know. But the overall um, feedback that I've heard from people who have tried the Edge are that it is it is a little bit of a firmer shoe, maybe because it's a little bit lower to the ground. So I, I'm not sure. People have told me that like they would have sent it to me, but they didn't think I was going to like it and that the sky is the one that I should go with. So uh, other people have kind of like broken it down to like uh, people that uh, run in the U.S. or like, w you know, in the Western runners, Western Hemisphere runners. Is it Western? Yeah, Western Hemisphere. I don't know. Western runners versus Eastern, right? So like it. Like there's a different style of running in Asia, particularly in Japan, uh, that is different, uh, and probably something that I would consider more of like a heel striker slash shuffle um, than like what you see in the U.S. or in Europe. And so I think that's like another way of looking at. It. Not to say that the edge is solely for heel strikers. I think it's for that special specific type Dad, of running. Yes. But he peed in his water bowl. He peed in his water bowl. Yeah. There what? was yellow stuff in a bowl that okay. was his. I'm pretty sure it's not pee, but thank you for letting me know. I will clean it's it up. It's probably pee. Okay. Okay. Um, the baby thinks the dog peed in the water bowl. I don't think that's true. Well, I'll have to verify later. Um, 
and so I haven't tried it. I haven't tried to try it uh, because Asics is telling me like you probably, I probably won't like it. So um, I've gone with the Sky. I really like the Sky. Um, there's not much that I would change with it either. So I'm like, all right. I mean, if they're saying that it's not going to be better, then I'm going to take them at their word for it. Ben Johnson has tried it uh, on Instagram. Um, Mommy's cleaning it up. Mommy's cleaning. Thank you. Um, ben Johnson has tried it. Um, he is the one that has confirmed that it's like it's a very firm, a very different kind of shoe. So, you know, I I don't even know if I mean I I don't I don't know how to tell the difference visually, but I'm not sure if whether I've seen them actually in real life in the U.S. at all. As far as improving your cadence, I think that there are drills that you can work on for that. So I would work on doing a lot of drills, drills that will help you with turnover. Also doing strides at the end of some of your easy runs is something else that you can do. Um, the other thing that you can do is um, you can download playlists or get playlists like on Spotify or something like that that are set to different um, beats per minute of the music. And then you just time your steps to match. And so you get a sense for that faster cadence. Um, if you want to figure out or train yourself what those different cadences are. But I, I think it's really, I mean, you know, I'm, I've, I've never really been convinced in using cadence as a primary metric. I always feel like it's kind of like the cart leading the horse a little bit a lot of the time. I don't know. I, I, I think I definitely don't understand enough about cadence, but that's my understanding. I'm not sure that that made any sense. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, Dr. Josh says, in 98, when um, Shannon was running at 3,200 meters and I was probably heckling her from the pole vault pit, um, Dr. Josh was eight years old playing Pokemon. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's funny. Um, all right. Let's scroll down a little bit more. Sorry, I miss, I've been missing you guys. Uh, I'm just really far behind. All right, Bobby says, Sir, only my right leg calf muscle sore after a long run. My left leg calf muscle feeling good. What's the reason behind that? Am I doing something wrong in running? I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, I would, the first thing that I would look at is, um, are your feet doing something different to each other on the run? Um, I think it's probably something that's biomechanical, right? So one thing could be like, if you're running on a road, roads aren't flat. If you think about going, like if I'm going down the road, it's not always flat. They're pitched. So that way water doesn't collect in a puddle in the middle of the road. It always drains off to the sides and then can, you know, roll wherever it needs to go for drainage. So sometimes I know a runner is supposed to run against traffic, but I always run like to run with traffic because that feels better for me, depending on the pitch of the road. So that's something that it could be. Um, so I would look out for that, maybe try a different surface uh, for a while, a softer surface and see if that helps it. The other thing could be, and just might be that your legs, not everyone's feet are like exactly like straight. Well, let's do it this way. Straight in terms of like how like your feet hit the ground. My feet kick out a little bit and one of my feet kicks out a little bit more than the other. And so that might be over the repetitive use of those two things could be causing some differential experiences in terms of like one side experiences one thing one side experiences the other the other thing could be are you running a lot on a track in that case you're doing a lot of turning in one direction and that could also be exacerbating it too so i would say that probably the best thing to do is if it's just soreness and not like it's not pain it's not hurt and you're not injured um i would suggest changing up uh, some variety i think is probably the solution um change where you're running change um the pace of your running uh, change the surface. So that's what I would, I would think. Um, Connell says, are you planning to have a cake tagline similar to Seth's butter my bread? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, butter my bread is pretty good. I like it. Um, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to have, I don't, I don't know if I'll have anything cake related. Um, probably not cake. If anything's going to be like bagels or pizza or, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how, I don't know how we turn that into a phrase, but we'll see. Uh, all right, let's see. I got some more down here. All right, Danny J says, Seth talked about it in today's vlog in terms of his uh, GI issues. He stopped a couple times around mile 13, said he ate too much junky restaurant carbs in the days leading up. Oh, okay. Mm. 
I feel like he probably takes really good care of himself um, normally in terms of what his intake is. So if, if he switched from that all of a sudden to, yeah. I can tell you that um, my digestion, going from what I eat here um, to like indulging in lots of bagels, pizza, all sorts of Korean food, Korean Chinese food, like all the stuff that I l love to eat but rarely do, um, and a much higher uh, portion of intake of um, pickled spicy vegetables, which is what a lot of Korean food is, uh, or just other spicy things, I was definitely off a little bit. So I can kind of, yeah, I can understand that. But that's a surprise that he would have, mm, surprised that that's what got to him. Um, but, you know, that's what they say. You got to keep it, uh, keep that routine. You know, people make fun of Camille Heron. Camille Heron always has uh, Subway tuna fish sandwiches. And know people are giving her a hard time because it's not really tuna. I don't think that's her point. Um, her point is that, like, no matter what country in the world she goes to, there's always Subway. And they always have the tuna fish. And that's, she has, like, a couple foot longs of tuna in the days before um, from a Subway sandwich, no matter where in the world she goes. Um, she mentioned a couple times too, that like, you know, like when they went to South America, uh, team USA was like, be careful what you eat here for drug testing reasons. And that's, I think that's when she started eating at Subway. And then even like, if she goes to, can you imagine, she said, even when she goes to like France or in the Alps, she finds a Subway. Can you imagine like going to the Alps, uh, like, uh, just like a cultural center of the world from outdoor adventures art food like it's just amazing there and being like does do you know where i can find a subway like that's just amazing um but man that's a bummer that that's what took him down he was looking so good i saw him at mile eight he was hamming it up with the crowd i felt like he had a lot of pep um he was moving he was really moving but maybe he needs subway um, and then, you know, the other weird thing was that, uh, Jordan Trope, who did the, um, hold fast challenge, the Baltimore, Chicago, uh, Boston trip trio of marathons. He kept wanting to have Olive Garden. I'm like, Olive Garden of, of all, the, like Olive Garden. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just don't understand. Oh, I almost dropped my shake there. But, you know, as people got to have that routine, something that you can find no matter where you go, I guess. Um, my go-tos are like Chipotle and Whole Foods. I like to have those whenever I travel for a race. Mm, and there was a question. Oh, Leona says, how was it meeting the Korean vegan? It was super nice. Um, she, was, she was very cool about it. Uh, it was, it was awesome. Cause like her husband was there too. And then like he was in the background doing a lot of filming. And so there was this dude that was like holding up like a can like a, uh, an iPhone, like on a little, uh, you know, he had a little like selfie stick that it was on and he was holding it and he was trying to get footage from the event. And it was, it was really, it was a, it was a family affair for them. Uh, and she was, she had a, she had like a posse. She, had, I think her publicist was there as well. There was a couple of people that she had come with. Um, and then, you know, I had to wait around a little bit because everyone wanted to talk to her. Uh, but I finally got to talk to her for a little bit and tell her. Um, I felt bad because I think I stressed her out. Because I was like, I just want to let you know, I bought the last autographed copy at Underbridge Books. This is a lo local bookstore up there. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Man, they've been hounding on me. They've been saying they're low on autographed copies. And they keep wanting me to come back. And I was like, uh, hopefully I didn't like... You know, like, you know, when, when people are really busy, as one, um, I imagine one person would be when they're doing, like, running a marathon, launching a book, transitioning careers, uh, going to another city to help promote the book, and also to watch a marathon and go to speaking events. Like, being reminded that there's people that want things from you is probably not a great way to kind of, like, end the evening. So I felt a little bit bad about that. So there's that. But I was like, yeah, I see you all the time out there on the lakefront. You're looking good, running. Congratulations on everything. You know, so. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Remy says, it's probably P. Thanks for that. Back to work. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They, I don't have to talk to. I'll have to talk to my wife. Sometimes I need like a trans, like you know, like, I feel like the baby gives me what she, like, a reflection of what she sees happening in her world. Um, but like you know, it's some, sometimes if I can get you know context, it makes it very interesting to see like how she perceives the universe around her. I was having a conversation like that with some of the other parents and no one could figure out why the kids didn't have library on Wednesday. And like everyone's kid, you know, they go to the li- they have like a library session once a week and everyone's kid, everyone, every parent can figure out why they didn't have library on a Wednesday. And I was like, Oh, I know it's because, um, and I, cause I have two kids in the school and the other, the older daughter, you, you need help. Oh. My older daughter, uh, was like, yeah, the librarian was out. So we had library, we're going to have library on Friday instead of Wednesday today. And I told that to the parents. I'm like, oh, they, we couldn't figure out what happened. Like, we didn't know why they didn't come home with new books on Wednesday. So I was like, sometimes it takes a translator or you need like someone else with um, some on the ground information. You need some other intel. Uh, all right. Pedal Andy Pedal said, tried the Alpha Phi and they destroyed the flat feet. The Meta Speed Sky feels so much better. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because I don't think that I feel like they feel very similar. They feel like they're both very um, narrow in the arch. But I would, yeah, uh, that that alpha fly. It does feel like your foot's like hanging over the edge of that that shoe a little bit. So I could see that. But I'm glad you found something that works for you, uh, Andy. So that's cool. Um, yeah, people keep people are starting to talk about like this new alpha fly two that's supposed to be coming out. But I'm like. Majors are done, man. I mean, what? There's not. They're not going to be coming out anytime soon. Now, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, we'll see if there's ever any update. But I'm like, at this point, like, do you really even change it at all? I mean, I don't think they changed it this year at all. Got some new colors, which is great. But the shoe's pretty good as it is. Like, I, that's what I'm thinking when I'm looking at all these shoes right now. I'm like, looked at the Audios Pro Two, the Endorphin Pro Two. Um, Metaspeed Sky, like, what are they going to do to that? Um, Alpha Fly, next percent, like, don't change it a lot because these shoes are great as they are. Like, I don't, I don't really know how you, how you can change them. I mean, I don't think they need to be changed a lot. The RC Elite 2, though, I am glad they changed that shoe a lot because I really like the way it is now as version 2. But I feel like once it gets to be good with a, with a shoe that's a, you know, carbon-plated super foam super shoe, once it's good, leave it. Don't change it too much. Mm. Yeah, Dokotagarin says, Metaspeed Sky versus the Adios Pro 2. Thoughts? I mean, that's going to be the test for CIM. Uh, I ran with the Metaspeed Sky in Chicago, and then I'll do the uh, Adios Pro 2. That's what I'm thinking right now for CIM. So I'll have a better answer or have more data for you um, in three weeks or so three and a half weeks um my take on it is that the metaspeed sky is a lot more like a next percent and the adios pro 2 is like a if there were like a faster version of the alpha fly because like there's just a lot in the forefoot it feels like you're running on like a your like do you guys remember jump soles like those plyometric shoes feels like you're running in those um the metaspeed sky just makes it feel like you're going fast you don't feel a bunch of the shoe i mean you feel it in a good way but it's not like super aggressive or assertive the adios pro 2 or like the alpha fly you feel like that shoe every step um and i kind of like that as well uh about that i like both ways but i also like feeling the shoe uh and i feel like it uh rewards you more if you're running pretty like if your mechanics are are right Um, and i think for me that's going to be a big part of the mental game um trying to run for a pr in california is making sure that I'm, you know, running with mechanic, good mechanics, uh, and being as efficient as possible. I don't know that which of the two shoes penalizes you more for being sloppy. Uh, I suspect they both probably penalize you a decent amount for being sloppy, but um, I think both of them do a good job of rewarding you for being disciplined. But I think that Adios Pro rewards you a little bit more. I think the Metaspeed Sky probably absorbs impact from the road just a little bit better. So it's going to be a little bit softer. 
Uh, Niels Sorensen says, hey, have you used the on cloud stratus more since the first impression video? And so what are your thoughts about it? Yeah, I've used it a couple, t I think two more times, one or two more times since that first video. And, um, you know, I, I always have to, with OnChoose, remind myself that it's for a slightly different style of runner that I, than I am. Um, uh, one that lands a little bit more midfoot, if not uh, heel striking, or w what feels like heel striking to me, but it's probably just regular midfoot striking. Um, and it's more about, like, I think of it, I really think a good comparison or battle video would be the Cloud Stratus versus the Bondi X, because it's about like, um, like r it's like some shoes want you to like run like you're on a stair climber, right? Like bounding knees. Some shoes want you to run like you're on an elliptical, and I feel like the Cloud Stratus and the Bondi X are both kind of in that in that camp, and so uh, it's just a different style of shoe, I think. Uh, but when you can kind of get into the rhythm of what it's designed to do, then I feel like everything flows really well. But for me, it takes a little bit of like intentionality to get there. Space City Running wants to say, what's the average cadence? I think uh, for, uh, for uh, almost everybody, it depends on the pace. But I think for my easy runs, I think I'm at like 165 to 170. I know that's a big range as far as paces go, but yeah. Jackie uh, also saying with um, Seth, it was all the dining out he did in New York, and that makes sense. Too different from his super healthy diet. I'll cook my own pasta the day before race, Jackie says, and order the least saucy dish. Oh, really? See, you know, I'm yeah, I guess that'd be hard. What was he doing? I mean, I guess I didn't watch any of his, like, before the race videos. It was like, I know he was, like, in the elite tent and got the bus to go over to Staten Island with the police escort and everything. But was he going to all this other stuff too that like all the other elites go to or is that just for only the super super elites i don't know um but i you know i wonder why he would have because he's gone he's traveled for races before maybe he's just so excited to be in new york he's like i'm i'm gonna go out to eat i think i'll be okay i mean that sounds right but i just i think that you know i don't know seems like there might be something more to it maybe he doesn't realize but, you know, I think if you combine that with, you know, if it's an emotionally charged event as well, um, you know, a lot of things can kind of come in together to do that. I don't know. But something that we all have to learn from, hopefully, we can learn from his experience. Mm. <laughs> Videos is saying that Ko is such a lawyer with the kids, see right through the dog pee and the bull trick. See, I, I don't. I don't know if it was a. Tr I don't know what the what the angle is over there with the kids. But you know, I guess we, I guess we got to go and figure out what the story is. Um, Shannon says it seems like Seth does. It doesn't seem like Seth eats many carbs normally, so carb loading in and of itself could cause GI distress. He doesn't. That's a that would be a surprise to me because I feel like he's putting in so many miles. You got to be loading up regularly, you know. Mm. Vincent says he eats the chips, spinach chips and salsa. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of carbs in the chips, though, right? Mm. Jackie wants to know if I would consider going back to the previous life as a lawyer. I haven't, but my wife keeps considering it. She's like, did you let your, is your, she's like, is your law license current? I'm like, no, I let it lapse. I didn't, I didn't re-up. Because uh, I don't, I don't need it. I'm not going back. I'm staying home with the kids. She's like. Uh, okay, you don't think you need it? I'm like, what if you want? She's like, what if you want to practice later? And I'm like, then I'll, I'll, I'll just, you have to do like this recertification process where you have to do a whole bunch of continual education credits. I won't have to retake the bar exam uh, unless I'm in a different state. But if I were in a different state anyway, if it's a state that doesn't have reciprocity, I would have to take another bar exam anyway. But uh, I'm not that particularly interested in, in practicing law again. Although I was watching, did you guys see what happened to GP Lama? Um, there's some uh, German IP trademark troll that's coming after him for a ridiculous reason. That was fascinating. Um, but also, I was wa I've been watching parts of like the Rittenhouse trial that's going on, and I'm just like watching the like, like watching the attorneys like stumble with some of the technology and stuff. That's that was where like my specialty was technology in the courtroom in terms of how I helped attorneys. Uh, well, it was one of the ways that I helped attorneys. I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with any of that anymore. 
So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not looking back now. I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, there used to be that show on NBC called Ed, where there was a guy that, like, moved back to a small hometown, and he bought a bowling alley that he also practiced law out of the office. You know, maybe something like that. Go back to New Vienna. Um, I think I'd probably have to learn a lot about more about property law and ag law, but property was one of the subjects I did best in in law school. So maybe not a, maybe not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do one more, and then I gotta get going. Um, all right. <laughs> Does Darren ninety nine says my first trip to Paris, I ate at Pizza Hut. I need something predictable. Definitely not gourmet French food. But Pizza Hut in France is different than Pizza Hut that you would eat here. So that that's the thing. Like you're not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe now it is. But like I remember when I ate like Burger King and stuff like that when I went to Korea. This would have been like 30 years ago, I guess. Um, it was very different. And I was like, what is this? This is not like the Pizza Hut had potatoes on it and had kim- served with kimchi on the side. The Burger King t- did not taste like Burger King. Like everything was really different. The labels looked all the same. The packaging was all the same, but the product was super different. Matt says, the high school kids I coach love Olive Garden. It's like crack for teenagers. Maybe it's, a, I mean, Jordan Trump, I think, is a young guy. So maybe that's what it is. Do kids love Olive Garden? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, is this just fondant, or is there yeah, a cake in here? Cake. What is it supposed to be, like a giant blueberry? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, the kids are getting antsy, so I definitely got to get going, guys. Um, I, I have to look into this Olive Garden thing further. I think the kids do like Olive Garden. How weird is that? That's super weird, right? That's weird, right, guys? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been to an Olive Garden in probably about three or four years, so maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing out. All right. Um, we may or may not have a video for tomorrow. We'll have to see how much work I can get done tonight. Um, I'm not sure if we're gonna have a, a podcast tomorrow or a live stream tomorrow because I'm taking the kids to get vaccinated. It's early enough that um, we should be back in time. But some parents have told me that there can be a long line. We're going to the pediatrician's office. And, like, everyone in my daughter's school, they all go to the same doctors. So, like, well, it's like we're all, like, racing each other to get a uh, shot. So, like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take. Hopefully there's not a long line. Hopefully we'll have a podcast tomorrow. If not, I'll let you guys know. I'll post something uh, on YouTube to let you guys know one way or the other. I should have a pretty good idea once we kind of get there whether or not we'll do it. So, Hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. If not, I will see you guys Monday for sure. All right, guys. So whenever it is the next time that I see you guys, until then, be safe.